And that majestic sound means it's time for History Matters with the majestic Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire here in the studio to talk about this week in history. Good morning. Absolutely. It's so fun to be here, Aaron, and I appreciate your zest for this as well. Uh, and this is a great week in history. This 150th anniversary of when Yellowstone uh, is designated to be a national park. Two million acres. John Muir had written so much about it. And Ulysses S. Grant is the one who signs the legislation. And he was a real forward-looking person. Yeah, here was a guy who's uh, we would not have heard of him if it hadn't been for the Civil War. He was in the Mexican-American War. Uh, and then afterwards just didn't have a lot of prospects. And um, then the Civil War came along, and he rose to prominence uh, during that and was a popular and successful uh, general, and then gets elected president. Um, and he's elected president in 1869 to 1877. During that time, Yellowstone is one of those projects uh, that's seen. Isn't that a great thing? I, I mean, love how you turn like this piece about <laughs> Yellowstone National Park into a biography of Ulysses well, S. Grant. Yeah, we have to just say that these, it's a really the interesting. It's about biography. It's not just Yellowstone. It's about a person who had that vision to say, this is something important. And during his administration, he appointed uh, Jews and African-Americans, quashed the, the uh, Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. It was pretty impressive. And then also, this is the week when we see the um, uh, the Civil Rights Act uh, pa- uh, passed in 1875. Now, of course, it's superseded later on by other acts. But initially... Well, struck down by the Supreme right. Court in a really notorious oh, decision, too. Yes. Yeah, That's right. So you, And then you have Plessy versus Ferguson, mm-hmm. and you know, the end of the 19th century. But still, there was someone who had a vision of the future. And I, you know, despite everything going on in the world, that's what I kind of celebrate when I look at what's going on is the counterpoint to some of the terrible things happening in Ukraine is the goodness. And we are seeing that even in the the interviews that people are doing with the ordinary people of Ukraine as well. Absolutely. And I think one of the, since we're, since we're making this all about Ulysses S. Grant, I think one of the, <laughs> the, the fun... He's the, on the $50 bill. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like one of, the, one of the, the fun things about Grant is the way his legacy has shifted over time. Because he really, like yes. he, had, he had problems in his administration. There was some there corruption was some among, yes. uh, among people who were close to him. Not him specifically, That's but people right. who were kind of in or close to the inner circle. Uh, but it really, it was partly that, but really because of his commitment to civil rights and his commitment to reconstruction right. and actually caring about racial equality and doing something about it, he got really savaged for that yeah. uh, for decades in among historians who had kind of bought into the lost cause myth and were very pro-Confederate right. for decades and decades. And for most of the 20th century, you look at the rankings of presidents, U.S. Grant was among the That's very right. worst because that lost cause myth had kind yes. of pervaded uh, history departments and, and they had bought into that. And now that we're moving beyond that and kind of rec- recognizing what the, what the real history was, U.S. Grant is kind of being rehabilitated a little bit. I so now if you look at lists, he's a mediocre president, but not a terrible president. <laughs> That's right. Well, Still the scandals, but exactly. really good on civil rights. Well, and here's another uh, person who, all right, it's not U.S.S. Grant, but... Um, it's, uh, You're going to Sus- turn this back to Grant no, somehow. Not, no, not I, I have faith that you will. <laughs> Grant that I might find the words. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Susanna Medora Salter. 
she's born 1860, lives to 1961, over 100 years. And uh, when she is uh, in Kansas, and Argonia, Kansas, and as a prank, she's nominated for mayor. Now, women could not vote. So it's only the next day that she learns that she's been elected mayor of, and Kansas has the distinction of actually electing the first woman to elected office, even though she couldn't vote for that. Though she lives long enough to see the 20th Amendment uh, go into effect, uh, the 19th Amendment uh, go into effect in 1920, and, uh, and see so much following that, which I think is kind of exciting that uh, she got to see all that as well. She was also only 27 when she got elected mayor. So not only is she the first woman mayor in American history, she's also extremely young when she got elected. And I celebrate that because we have such capable women mayors right here in Orange Mm -hmm. County, uh, in Chapel Hill and uh, Carborough and also in Hillsborough. So, you know, this is to celebrate uh, how women in leadership make a difference and we are the beneficiaries. And uh, Anna Renee Price for the, the county Renee, commissioners. Yes, I was, I was right. watching the, the county commissioners meeting from, from Tuesday. I was watching that last night. And uh, Renee Price chairing the meeting, which I think was the first live in-person meeting that she's had a chance to chair since taking over as chair yes. of the board because it's been just nothing but virtual. But uh, she was commenting on this, like looking around the room and there's seven people on the board and six of them are women. It's like it's a very, wow. like very uh, woman-heavy board of county commissioners. And that's really But cool. it's not just because they're women. It's because they're capable yeah. and they're the best candidates yep. that got elected. So that's a great thing to celebrate, just that we want to have the best rise to the top with nothing to uh, stop them. So if I'm going to end on USS Grant... Yeah, (laughs) which I hope you do. Well, I'm going to come back to Yellowstone because this is a gift to the future. 1872, it's 150th anniversary uh, uh, right this week. Um, But it's, it's to say that it's that vision, that looking ahead. And in these times where we're seeing such... Uh, terrible things happening um, in Ukraine. It's to know, uh, and I love this, I came across a proverb that um, uh, speaks to these times, and it's Ukrainian, and I love it. It says, love will find a way, indifference will always find excuses. And in this case, Yellowstone and the vision that people had uh, to make that happen is a real testament to love finding a way. And may that be our guiding light this week as well, because that's how history happens. And that's how history matters, too. Scott Washington, as always, thank you so much for being with us today. (laughs)